This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, a fun and simple platform used to create your own podcast. Welcome to The Unprofessional Opinion, a place where we talk about culture, society, queer issues, politics, gender and sex, and much more. Stay tuned and listen, follow my Instagram for updates, and as always, enjoy. Hey y'all, welcome back to a brand new episode. And before we really get into this episode um, and dive into the material, I want to first address the uh, friend who listened to my podcast and who shared it, um, the people who slid up on my story and, you know, said this was really cool and I couldn't wait, I can't wait for the next episode. Like, it really meant a lot, especially because after I posted the first episode, like, let me tell y'all, the anxiety I got, man, I was just like, all right, I think I'm gonna take it down. Um, but you know, the amount of people that shared it and just showed so much support definitely helped with the anxiety that I was facing that day. And so I just want to thank y'all a million because like, if I didn't get, you know, the responses that I, that I did, I think it really would have affected um, my ability to make another one, um, just out of, like, well, damn, you know, but, um, I'm here, nonetheless, I'm excited to talk about today's topic, um, but before we dive into that, I also want to address, um, so I was thinking, I didn't really, I wasn't a fan of AJ's review, I think I did everything really fast, like what I'm telling you. I got up, I made a podcast, um, and then I just put it out there. Nothing was really thought out, so a- as you guys know, right, I-, I literally didn't even have a- like an agenda or a structure in front of me, but I don't know where I came up with AJ's review, but I was like, oh, that, that sounds like good enough, and as I was thinking the whole day, AJ's review, I'm not really reviewing anything, though, and so that I was in a sense, like, it didn't make sense. So that night I was talking to my friend on FaceTime and we were talking about like, well, I, every time I see these like podcasts, they're always unique names. And I think I would like a unique name. Like, I'm obviously, I wanted my name in there, but I don't know. There was just something about like the uniqueness of um, I, the names that I was seeing from these podcasts. And I was trying to, you know, get inspiration from some of them. And my friend actually was like, well, well, I was saying how it's, I like to, to, you know, give advice and I have these big opinions, but I'm not a professional, right? I have no degree behind me or certification um, yet. But like, I feel like sometimes I'm just, I get ahead of myself. And my friend was like, well, maybe you could be like the unprofessional and I was like, opinion, the unprofessional opinion. And it just clicked so well. And I was like, I like it because it's so true. Like I'm, I have no degree or anything, like I just said, but I'm very opinionated. Um, obviously like I'm not unprofessional because I've worked, I've been working since I was, um, 17. So I obviously know what professionalism is, but in a sense of like, Obviously, I can't go out there and, you know, give advice in terms of, like, clinical-wise because that would just obviously be unethical and, and weird and 
I don't even think I can do that. But yeah, that is the name of this podcast now. And I promise this will be the last name change unless something happens. But this podcast is called The Unprofessional Opinion, hosted by me, AJ Gallegos. So for today's topic, we're going to be getting into all things college. And as school is very much approaching, I think it's 10 days away from me, 9 days away from me. I want to give some tips, some advice, especially to incoming freshmen. If you guys know any incoming freshmen, make sure to send them this podcast. And if you're already in college or you graduated, stay tuned, you know, stay a bit, listen. Um, see if you relate to anything or if you disagree with anything or, you know, you found something funny, just let me know. But, um, along with advice and tips, um, I also want to share my own personal experiences and my own, uh, my own stories. I mean, I've been through so fucking much. It's embarrassing. Like I put myself through a lot of situations as well. (laughs) I really did. There was no need for uh, something to happen like that. But of course I did it. It's just that sad energy. Um, So I'm going to make a disclaimer. One, I go to a very small school. I think there's like a thousand and something kids on campus or probably a little bit more, but it's very small. It is. It's probably it's actually it is smaller than my high school. Um. And, or if not smaller, then at least a little, like, a 200 kids more, right? Like, it's very small. Um, and, yeah, I, I that's, that's just the disclaimer. Like, it's not some big-ass uni where, like, these lecture halls are 500 seats. I think our biggest lecture hall is 100 seats or maybe less. Probably less, actually. I don't even know where I'm getting the 100 from. I think, like, 60 or 50. I'm not even sure. Okay, so that's just a disclaimer because obviously, like, that plays a big role, right? Big schools versus small schools. And personally, I liked my small school. I'm from Chicago, so I could have chosen to go to a school that um, w- was a bit bigger, right? I was looking at DePaul, UIC, Loyola. Um, but there was something about, you know, the smallness of the community that I go to. I go to Lake Forest College, so if anyone's going there, hit me up if you want to know anything. Um or think think about going there. Anyways, there's something about the smallness of the school and the professor to student ratio. When I went I shadowed a, a psychology class because that was what I was planning on studying. And I liked how there was literally about 15 kids in the class. And if a teacher if a student had a question the, the professor would like immediately answer them and then when I actually came here to school the I noticed that like if I were to miss class a professor would reach out and not in like a I'm uh parenting you type of way like you did miss this da, da, da. it was like hey I just noticed you weren't in class is everything okay reach out if, if you need to talk to someone da, 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 da. and I was like I really enjoy this like closeness that these relationships uh, like have or you know and uh, that among other things like I truly see myself going to a city like or school in the city like when I pictured myself in college it was like New uh, New York University <laughs> yeah I did apply there New York like I was applying to schools in New York I applied to schools in Boston I applied to schools in um where else is on the east coast Philadelphia and obviously Chicago 
And then there was just something about Lake Forest. And honestly, I didn't know about the school. My aunt took me up there. Um, we, we, she wanted to do a drive and it was a drive past Evanston and all, you know, up that way, taking Lakeshore Drive. Because I guess she said that her mom would take her when she was little. And it was just really impactful, like seeing the big houses and, and the beautiful neighborhoods and like the potentiality we have to, you know, move out of um, the neighborhood that I'm in, even though I'm not ashamed of it or anything. I love the neighborhood I'm in. Oh, my God. Here I go rambling again. But she just was like, you know, these houses are so nice. This could be you one day. You could live here, basically, is what the point of the ride was. And then she was saying how she really loved the college Lake Forest and she wanted her kids to go there. And I was like, huh, I never heard of it. And I actually was buckling down on my college searches. Like, I pretty much had my college picked out at this time. I was planning to go to DePaul, and this was it. Then we looked, we went past, we drove past Lake Forest, and I, I, I there was, I never thought I would like the way this, like, it was genuinely a, a college. Like, when you watch college on TV and you see these colleges and the college towns, that's what it reminded me of. And I was like, oh my God, wait a minute. I think I could picture myself here. Like, it's genuinely a, like the college experience. It's the college. So I went back to school that Monday and I did some like, you know, looking around at Lake Forest College. I seen that it, it's not necessarily competitive, but it definitely um, had like a little bit of lower acceptance rate than colleges I was applying to. It was It's like 50%, I think. And so I was like, oh, okay, this is a little different. Like, I definitely could um, be rejected. But, and then I looked at, you know, programs they had and reviews. And it was apparently, like, a lot of people liked Lake Forest. And it was, like, uh, a big graduation rate, which was important to me. And at the time, I was planning to study psychology and gender studies. Um, I didn't think about politics at all. I, I didn't even know I liked politics until I got to school. But... Um, I seen that they didn't offer a gender studies program, but they or major, but they did offer a gender and sexuality studies minor. And I thought to myself, knowing what I wanted to do, I could make this work. And so that's when I was like, okay, after doing the research, I'm just gonna apply. I applied, I got in, it was great. Okay, bada bing, bada boom. I don't know how the disclaimer turned into my college search or whatever. But before we move off, if you are somehow less than a college student, if you are a senior, which I'm hoping you are, because you'll still be 18, which my target audience is, 18 and up. Make, wait, not really though, because like you would have to be a junior. No, I started my college search as a senior. Yeah, senior. Um, make sure that y'all are getting your shit in early, right? Like I just remember the Common App and all that shit being such a hassle because I did it so late. I really did, if we're going to be real. Um, I honestly probably could have, strived higher not saying like force isn't higher or the schools that i did were high just i definitely could have given it my all if i honestly started early which i didn't it was like october and people were getting all excited about you know sending their applications and i was like wait what what application for where what what job is opening up and it wasn't i probably started getting like really involved in my college search in probably December, January. And then I think I still applied to some schools in March and April. I mean, definitely not April. March and uh, what's the month before March? February? February, March, April. Yeah. So like those four months, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like getting my college in, college search in. 
So that is a little disclaimer about the uh, college that I go to. It is very small, and that is important. That is important because, obviously, people like bigger schools. So finally, into the episode. The first piece of advice I want to offer is build a routine. And I know it's easier said than done, right? I really didn't follow this until I got into school, probably like a couple months in. And by build a routine, it doesn't have to be anything like very, very, uh, like you don't have to be hard on yourself, right? You don't have to wake up at the crack ass of dawn and go for a run and then, you know, finish five assignments and then go get breakfast and then make your bed and then... It's it could literally be something something so simple like waking up at a decent hour and then making your bed and and aiming to you know hit the gym three times a week or go for a walk every other morning just something simple something that suits you and something that's going to be an outlet uh you know help your mental health. Um, and that's why I just say it's really important to build a routine and not really just in college, like in general, I think it's really important. The next, uh, you know, episode, the next piece of advice I think I want to really put out there is do not buy your textbooks, y'all. Like literally, it's a waste. Professors don't even be using them. They be nitpicking at what they want to use. I would say look into this website called Z Library. Z Library. It's all one word. And with this, you at at its start at the start, like you get five free downloads. And if you overgo that, all you have to really do is register. You literally put your email in and, and make a username and password. And then you get an additional five. So that's ten. And then on top of this, if you don't want to register, you just want to do five free downloads. After that, they just stop you for about 24 hours, and then the next day, you can get another five free downloads. So, um, that's what I use. I think I got three out of the four books I needed for my classes. And for my fourth class, the book was on there. It was just a different generation. Like, I think it was uh, generation five, and she wanted generation eight of the book. And... This is because when you buy your textbooks, y'all, you're never going to use them again. You really will never use them again. Unless you're some weirdo who likes to read textbooks for fun. But I just recommend not, you know, doing that because it's a waste. It really is. And I'm not getting my money back from freshman year and myself buying those textbooks. Number three is um, decorate your room. Because, and let me stress this first, right? Like, if you are not financially um, able to, I definitely understand. But if you have the resources and you are able to, I would say decorate your room because it is your space, right? This is going to be your home for the next nine to ten months. And when you are not invested in your space and in your place, your mental health suffers. I'm telling y'all, there has to be a correlation. There has to. And I know correlation don't equal causation. Been there, done that. But it does. It really does. So that's why I say invest in bringing things from your house, like your your own room, and pictures of your family, and implementing them in your, your room because this is 
this is your place for the next, you know, nine to 10 months. So definitely invest in your space. Okay. Um, four, five, and six are kind of all the same things um, in a sense, right? Like kind of relating to number three, number four, bring candles, bring Febreze, bring, you know, uh, wax melters. Number five, bring shower shoes, extra soap, extra towels. Number six, extra blankets and pillows. And I say all this because with the candles and the Febreze and the, and the, the warmers, one, you're not allowed candles. Well, in most um, dorm rooms, you're not allowed candles. And I'm going to be real, I'm not an RA, so I'm recommending candles. Because if your room, if your dorm room is anything like mine, I don't know why, but sometimes it just be smelling musty. And I, it's not that I'm unhygienic or, you know, I leave my room a pigsty. It is something about, I feel like it being so humid and, you know, the... I just, I don't know what it is, but I, I mean, I swear my room will be clean and I will turn my wax burner off because usually I like to leave it on. But like, say I turn it off, I come back and it just smells so weird. And I'm like, I don't know what that funk is and why it exists. But I say, bring some things that are going to make your room smell good because one, when your room smells good, it's just like a nice feeling. You get out the shower and I love lighting a candle and then, yeah. And then two, if you have people over, it's embarrassing when y'all walk in your room and it smells like ass crack. Um, so I definitely recommend bringing something that makes your room smell good. And I say shower shoes because those bathrooms be dirty. Those bathrooms be dirty. I mean, in my case, my school, they have a great cleaning crew. So they do come and clean my bath, the bathrooms, like, I think once a week. But I don't know who the fuck I'm sharing a bathroom with. So, you know, that, that could be shampoo on the floor. That could be jizz. You ain't trying to find out. Um, bring shower shoes and bring towels because you're not going to wash every day unless you're fucking weird, but also it's like expensive. So make sure you are bringing extra towels because then that way you're able to alternate or, you know, you're just, you'll have more for the week. Um, or if somebody comes over and you, you only have one towel, like that's fucking weird. You can have extra towels in case they want to shower. Um, make sure you're taking your towels in, y'all. Like, do not leave it in your bathroom, especially if you share it with someone. That's disgusting. You don't know who's going to use it, what they're going to use it for. Um, extra blankets and pillows. And again, it's kind of like the same, um, mentality. Just if, like, you know, you have friends over or you have a sleepover or whatever the case may be, you kind of have those extra materials. You have pillows and blankets. Um, it just gives, like, the off this warm type of vibe. So now that we got those all out the way, and with this being said quickly, I want to I want to say if you're running out of shampoo or toothpaste and you're running out, right? Like if there's still some in there, don't be lazy, y'all. Go get it. Go get it. Like do not wait last minute when you have nothing and then it's like, oh shit, I have to go get it because that's that's nasty. Like you're walking around campus without your hair shampooed and your teeth brushed. So go get it. If you see it starting to run out, just try to jump on like a shuttle bus if your school has one or ask a friend or take an uber to a store whatever the case may be because it's better to have it there when you run out of the things versus needing to go get it and like it being an emergency and you're you have nothing left like deodorant uh toothbrush toothpaste soaps so make sure you all get that out the way 
My next piece of advice is going to be to save your money, y'all. Save your money. Let me tell you, the money just goes through. It really just goes through. Um, I would say, like, even download apps like Starbucks because you know, you know how you're able to, like, scan and you get star points back or whatever that, that system is, which it really helps. It really does. So I just want to put that out there with saving your money. You need to ask yourself, is, am I going to have enough for the end of the month or to pay my credit card or whatever? Is this financially responsible? Should I be spending this? Is this needed? These are questions you need to start asking yourself because that is no joke. And with that being said, my next piece would be to, my next tip would be to try to find a light labor job. And with that, I mean, just don't find something with a heavy caseload or a lot of hours that are impacting your your studies. Um, Find something like babysitting or find something like in a, you know, you could find a four hour, five hour shift. Just find something that suits your schedule. Don't try to force anything. Do not try to, you know, work eight hours and and right after classes or before classes or whatever the case may be just don't force anything um number nine if you need to get your shit done i recommend working alone because i've tried working with my friends and it is just a big distraction and not saying they're distracting distracting i'm also a distractor right like i would definitely chip in a lot um and like if i would just get tired i would just be like watching netflix and then be like guys look at this scene so i find it better that when i have no one around me i'm able to put my headphones in and really focus and get shit done i took a really hard psych class this semester and i could not work with others like when i was doing this um i really had to get engrooved of what i was doing um, except my, one of my psych, psych partners was shout out to you. Cause I really would not have passed that class without her, without that help. So I definitely recommend working alone, renting a study room, getting some coffee and just getting your shit done because college is no joke. Um, in terms of the papers and, and the amount of homework, um, it is a lot. Like I never realized that why people would say like, I'm a full-time student. Like I'm like, isn't everyone? But yeah, like I knew some people who had to take some semesters off or a semester off and, you know, lessen their course load, which is not not a problem, but it just definitely affects someone's mental health. Um, So make sure that you're just getting your stuff done so you don't fall behind. And, you know, if you need anyone to talk to, go to your school's counseling services and don't be afraid to go to tutoring. Don't be afraid for seeking peer reviews. Um, or just asking professors for advice and help. Like, I'm straight up, definitely. Um, because if you don't go to these services that your school offers you, the only person that's going to bite in the ass is you. Like, we are literally paying for this. Um, so, number 10. Um, I believe dressing nice helps to build your confidence and sets you for the day. And I want to set out, dressing nice doesn't mean wearing a suit and tie. Or putting on a really fancy dress. Although there is this girl on campus that does. And props to you, girl. Because she really be pulling it off every day. But um, I just mean laying your outfit out. Looking at what's going to make you feel good. And I actually, this came to me because I had a friend who, at the beginning of the first semester, pre-COVID. This was like my freshman year. uh, I didn't notice that she didn't, she dressed bummy. I guess... I guess she did, though. I I'm not, I didn't notice that. But when we came back second semester, she lost a, a ton of weight. She was eating healthy. She was working out. She, you know, watching what she ate. And I, I told her, like, oh, what happened? And she was just like, honestly, I just, I'm starting to work on myself and trying to build confidence. 
And, like, I also realized, this is what she told me, like, that, you know, waking up in the morning and doing her makeup and, you know, putting cute earrings in and picking out her outfits and doing her hair helped her build her confidence, too. It wasn't just about working out. It was about what she was doing in the morning to help herself. Okay, y'all, uh, if my cat meows, it's not my fault. She's, like, in a little meowing fest today. But basically, the next piece of advice I'm going to say is carry a tote bag, y'all. Tote bags are cuter than book bags. I don't know why the fuck y'all walking around campus like a damn mountain hiker, mountain whatever. Um, I don't know. I think tote bags are cute. Definitely invest in one. The next piece of advice I'm going to say, say is um, if you're on a small campus, do not fuck with anyone. Do not fuck anyone there, y'all. Because it is such a small campus, especially mine. Like, I, I can't stress that enough. But it is just not worth it. If your campus is close to a city, like 30, even 40 minutes away, just go to the city. Just go to the city. Just go to the city. Campus is... A small campus is just not it in terms of, like, dating people because people are just nasty. It's just ugly. It's not worth your time, y'all. So, number 13 is be okay with unfriending people. At ASAP, right? Like, I think we definitely connect with people right away because we're such, because you're on a, like a new um, journey. And then even if you're on a small campus, it's like because you're on a, this such a small place, you tend to try to connect really fast with people. And then after a couple months go by, you get to see their true colors and you get to see um, the differences. And if it's just not working out, it's just not working out. Right. It's like I've definitely been there like a couple of times where it's like really, really good. And then after a couple of months, it's like, wow. OK, so we definitely are not compatible. And, you know, you, you just can't see you're wrong sometimes. Like you are not a perfect human. You are not more mature. You are. You know what I mean? Like you you need help. <laughs> Point blank period. So I definitely feel like be OK with cutting people off. And then in my next point. But be an adult about it. You don't need to roll your eyes. You don't need to talk shit. You don't need to be a bitchy. And there she goes. You don't need to be bitchy because you're an adult. And it just looks embarrassing for you. You know what I mean? So be an adult about it. But be okay with cutting people off. Okay. Freshman 15 is a very real thing. So if you are someone who likes to be fit and who likes to work out and who likes to be athletic and who likes to you know, work on their physique. I definitely recommend just making sure that you are staying or having a consistent gym schedule and being cautious of what you eat. I didn't. I was a freshman and it was all a very new experience. So I would be up studying till like four o'clock eating the same thing. Hot Cheetos and Thakis and my school had like a sandwich shop going to get sandwiches and drinking pop and it caught up to me caught up to me and I had to lose that weight back um, then when COVID hit and the lockdown I came back home and then I started being cautious but it is a real thing and that doesn't mean you can't enjoy yourself don't have that mentality either and you know obviously make sure that you are working out for yourself and I, I wanted to bring this point back to number 10 dressing nice helps build confidence one thing my friend pointed out was that she was doing all those things, right? Like putting on makeup and putting her putting cute earrings in and, and most of importantly, like finding outfits that really like she liked. What it was all for herself. Like it was like this first time that she really was doing things for herself in the morning that were helping her. And this coming back to this point, right? Like if you are someone who is into like heavily making sure that they are 
getting a good workout in and you know you're you're really cautious about your physique make sure you're doing it for yourself um but just remember like freshman 15 is not a lie i went in thinking like that's not that's not possible if anything i feel like it's fucking freshman 30 but just be cautious um okay next point is party with people you trust i i definitely have party or have gone to parties and um I've heard of cases that just didn't end so well, and it's very tragic. So I definitely recommend with party with people you trust. And even in those cases, man, it's just fucked up. The world's fucked up. People are fucked up. Um, But yeah, just be surrounded by your homegirls or your friends. And, And then this brings me to my next point. If your friend's drunk, do not leave them. I thought this was a solid. I guess we all just grew up from different backgrounds. But I was raised that you don't leave your friend drunk, um, no matter what. So I recommend um, see if you are irritated, which I get, right? No one should be a babysitter. You wait till the morning or till they're sober, right? Make sure that they get to the room. Make sure that you are being a good friend. And then you let them know, like, hey, I just want to let you know I had to babysit you. Right. And that, that like whether that's an ass or not, that's not your problem. You need to set that boundary real fast and be like, I'm not there to babysit anyone. I want to have a good time, too. Like if you can't act right or if you can't watch yourself, then maybe less than how much drinks you're taking, at, at least when we go out and party. Right. Like I'm not saying you can't drink like crazy when it's just a homegirl's night or something like that, whatever the case may be. But don't leave them drunk. That's so shitty. And then don't get mad if they cut you off like that was on you. Wait till the morning or wait, you know, wait till they're sober and make sure they get to the way they need to go safe because anything could happen. Um, even if you ask them, hey, I'm going to leave, um, make sure you you take drag them with. Um, OK, my next one is going to be a, a kind of a long, longer type of thing. I call it the two year theory, and that's just because I don't have a name for it, but it, it came to my attention like this year. Professors and advisors will tell you. Right. Like, do not listen to them. Advisors and, and and professors like you have a few good ones out there. But let me tell you, I feel like they're setting up for failure because one, the two year theory, I feel like. And this is just me. This is literally I just created this. When you go to school or at least when I entered, they told me to take my first two years to study what I wanted. Right. Like dabble in politics and study a little bit of English and and take a class in neuroscience and take a class in religion and I was like okay so my first year my freshman year my first semester ever was all over the place I had a politics class I had a religion class I had an English class and I had um like an art class but it was kind of mixed in with my first year study class which every student at my at my school has to take so um later on when I I got back into my semester or when we were when we came to second semester before that when we were picking classes I remember my advisor being like okay do you know what you want to study and I was like yeah I'm really interested in psychology and politics and she was like okay cool cool I'm gonna uh, cool I'm gonna put that keep that in mind and I was like okay cool and then she's like so what classes are you thinking about taking I'm I say take a sociology class I say hmm, maybe try it out photography class and I and I was like, no. And by this time, I had friends who were already done with like two of their classes for their major, like their intro class and another class. Or if not that, then at least an intro class. 
and I was like, um, no, I want to, I want to take at least like intro to psych and, you know, politics 110, which is like one of the intro courses for my politics major. And I think she was like a little apprehensive and she was like, um, and then after like a while or whatever, like finally she was like, yeah, okay, we could write those down. Psych 110 or yeah, psych 110, politics 120, whatever. And I was like, holy shit, like, if I wasn't so persistent, like, no, 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 I'm taking these courses, like, at the end of the day, I'm the one paying for this. I truly think, like, there's kids that they manipulate, like, and, and here's my issue. By the, if you'd follow this, like, two-year, um, taking courses that I want to take, by the time you're done, you're a junior, but by junior year, they've expected you, like, most major departments expect you to have finished your require most of your requirements out the way like so for example say i'm taking psych i'm doing a psych major by junior year they would have expected that i take psych 110 psych 220 psych 221 psych you know other psych courses um for my major so but by my junior year i can focus on internships i can focus on grad school and i can focus on like a senior seminar and, and you know like the last bit of courses i need that's what they have expected but if I did what the advisor wanted me to do, I took two years, meaning that this semester would be the year I really dove into psychology, which thank God I, I, I'm not like I already have taken some psych courses already. I would be so behind. And if not, I would have to like remain an extra semester because classes fill up fast. Sometimes classes aren't offered and I still have to get an internship in. So that's why I'm like. If anything, you should take your first semester of college to really explore what you want to do. It should not be a whole two years. And I understand that like when you go in, you're undecided, which is fine. That should be when though. That should be when your first semester and then second semester, maybe a couple classes. But if you're starting to even think about a class, take take like take uh think about a major, take a course into that, like take the intro to that course. So at least you could get that out the way. But do not wait two years to finally, you know, get courses in because at least from my school, I can't speak for other schools. My school, I'm only a f- allowed four courses a semester. And like, honestly, that's not enough time. I'm like liberal arts. Y'all really want us to study different shit. But it's like, do we really though? Do we really? Because y'all are really giving us like this limited time. So that what is that's one thing I really want to put out there because I think it's just very fucked up that they kind of advertise like, yes, take two years to learn and, and, and get all this knowledge. And then it's like your junior year comes and you're like, okay, I did it. So now what? Oh, you should have finished X, Y, and Z. But it's like, how if y'all were telling me to do all this? Like I didn't even have time to focus on my major. So what I would say is definitely start thinking about shit um, going into college because you're also on top of all that, you're gonna have to get your gen eds out the way. Which, fortunately enough, I'm pretty sure other schools do this, but in my in my case, my school allows for um, to get your gen eds out the way, taking a course like that your major offers. So you get a major requirement and you get your your um, um, gen eds out the way. So for example, I took Psych two twenty one, which is um, Psych statistics and methods and some shit. And because it had to deal with, you know, quantitative um, material, I was able to count that towards my psych major requirements. And I was also able to count that towards my gen eds for like uh, math or whatever quantitative portion of my gen eds. And and, and I, I, that's how I got, honestly, most of my gen eds out the way was by taking a course in my in my major that would count towards my major and my gen eds. So 
that is what I wanted to put out there. The two-year theory. If it becomes a thing, remember I'm the fucking creator. Um, and yeah. Okay. Moving on to point 19, I think. Yeah, 19. Point 19 is join organizations and clubs. And I think this is just a really great way to meet friends. Um, especially like if you're an, a freshman or um, whatever the case may be, I feel like joining these clubs and organizations will open up like to more people. And especially like if these clubs are, um, culturally or, are ethnically, um, inclined, I think it definitely opens up, uh, a, a new perspective. Um, so that is one recommendation I'm going to say. I don't know about sports just because I don't play sports on campus, but I was thinking about doing something where they call, oh, I do not know the word again. Why do words just slip my mind? But basically, it's not like for competitiveness. It's it's like for fun. And there's a word for it, but it's definitely slipping my mind. But if you want to do sports, but you don't want to be a student athlete, because like, let me tell you, these student athletes definitely are um, harder workers. I'll, I'll say that. Um, but um, yeah, you can do, I think it's called intramural. Yes, the words came to my head, period. Intramurals, which is just like kind of doing it for fun. Um, so maybe look into that, but 100% definitely recommend joining the clubs and organizations on your campus. Number 20 is a little bit so I will say that white parties suck. I'm going to be real. I went to one one time with my friends and they were playing beer pong and the guys all looked the same. They were wearing their hats backwards and shorts and a big shirt. And they all talk like this, dude. That's literally how they, they all sounded to me. And I think we stood there. We drank for like five minutes just to get some free alcohol. And then I dipped. And the music wasn't good. The, the people were there were so weird, so uncultured. I just, it was disgusting. I felt like I was in a pile of mail. And... And it sucks because my school is predominantly white. And, like, I don't know. That's problematic, one, right? We have a huge diversity issue at Lake Forest. And not just the campus, like, the, the fucking neighborhood. Um, and it sucks because a lot of these white people on campus, I feel like, don't notice the issue. We always hold these forums at my school about addressing the racism on campus and addressing, like, the fact that um, we allow rapists and fucking sex of whatever offenders and assaulters to be like recognized as like pristine seniors um and if y'all know are from the lfc you know what i'm talking about the senior 25 and that incident but it's disgusting sometimes the way like we really the the campus deals with things um and the at these forums it's always the same people i always see the same people and which is amazing like right we're we're there we're trying to make a difference not to sound cheesy but it like that's exactly the problem though it's like it's always the same people um and i don't know i just think uh i don't even know the words i'm looking for it's an embarrassment it's it's i i i don't even know um but that's what i'm gonna say if it's one thing you could do you could avoid these parties that these white folk do. Um, okay. Uh, we're coming down to the last couple of ones. I want to get 
back to being like kind of serious, um, utilize the career resources at your school because uh, college is a great experience. But when you're done with undergrad, it's like you're really just thrown in adulthood. So I'm told and I've also witnessed it with my sister and her finishing school and then kind of it being hard to find a job. And it's not just her. It's a lot of Americans that kind of go through the same thing. It's like we really put college on the pedestal and go, go, go. It opens up employment, but it doesn't really. It doesn't. It's about like networking and making connections. So I would say that use your career resources, make networking, um, you know, connections. For example, I follow this sex therapist on Instagram and I'm, I love her. I think her her handle is called Queer Therapy or Queer Sex Therapy. And I she's kind of like what I would like to do. That's my end goal is like being a sex therapist, but also like educating people through media, right? Like she has her whole Instagram set up to where it's like offering advice on masturbation um, and, you know, talking to your partner about certain things or, um, and it's not all sex. Like some of them is like relationship advice and like creating intimacy with your partner after being with them for a while. It's just a really good page. And what it's also geared towards is, like, a queer audience. So, like, it's not all towards people part of the LGBTQ community. It's, like, for all people. But it's finally, like, sex advice, like, that incorporates um, sexual education towards, you know, the community. Um, And I reached out to her and I told her that, you know, this is something I would love to do. If she had time for, like, a networking opportunity, I would love to sit down on a Zoom and ask her a couple questions. And she wasn't unfortunately able to because she is moving to New York, but she offered me um, to a colleague. And so I was able to sit down with her colleague for like 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes. I kind of took long and we just talked and she gave me advice and she, I follow her on LinkedIn. I connected with her on LinkedIn and she gave me, you know, recommendations for books, for articles, for schools to apply to when I'm done. And we just chit chatted. And I think it was like really good, really important too. So that's something I definitely recommend. Um, like if your school isn't giving you a pathway that you want to do, like you bet you better fucking find a, a, something you want to do and and do it. You know what I mean? Like you you are in charge of your own destiny. I truly believe in that. And I think one thing I, I learned over COVID is no one's going to hand anything to you. Like you really have to if you want something, you have to go do it. Um, I had a friend who really is passionate about something and I'm so supportive. But at the same time, it's like, girl, what are you doing though? Like really all you're doing is just complaining to me. And I love, I love you, but there's nothing's going to come your way. Um, if you are just sitting here and, and talking about how much you want it, like you have to go out and do it. And then I thought, well, how am I going to have these thoughts if I'm not doing everything? I'm laying on my fucking bed, looking at, at watching videos and just reading articles about like people successful, you know, becoming a therapist type of stories and having like these nice houses in New York and whatever. And so then that's when I was like, I need to take some initiative. And yeah, so I, I reached out to this person and she's not the only one. Like I'm planning on reaching out to other people and I've reached out to people in the past. Um, but definitely recommend like just making connections because when you get out of college, it is going to be a tough battlefield, especially dependent on some things you study. Okay. Um, we are almost done. We are on the penultimate tip which i don't know if i used that word correctly but i think penultimate means second to last um but it mean i i i say here go to forums and panels and 
for one of the reasons they offer free food, uh, which my fat ass was always happy about. Like I always got some crackers and some cheese and, you know, little fucking hot dogs, whatever they had. And I was like, period, we don't have to go buy food. Come on, y'all bring your Tupperware. Um, <laughs> you ever see the TikTok, the TikTok, the Vine, the video where she's like, hide your money, y'all. There's broke people around. <laughs> like, that's probably what they were thinking when they see me. <laughs> and hold up. I just had a memory. One time I went to a forum and they actually had pizza and a professor behind me and I don't know her name. I think she worked in the environmental department and I, I told her something. Thank God I'll never take a fucking environmentalist class. But some old saggy titty white bitch was right behind me and she was talking to a girl, a student, I'm assuming. And I'm trying to pick this pizza off and it like accidentally tugged like three pieces left to it. So, like, my fat ass looked like I had three pizzas. And I was like, well, I'm not going to put it back. There's people behind me. I don't want them to think, like, ill. So I put it on my plate. And I hear this woman behind me say, oh, these boys are always so hungry. First off, bitch, you don't know me. Don't speak about me. Don't even, don't even look at me. Like, you better turn around. Number one. And I knew there were people behind me. So why would I close the pizza box? Like, I knew they were going to go for that pizza, too, right? Like, somebody made a comment. And they were like, mmm, that pepperoni looks good. Okay, cool. So I left it open. And then the professor was like, um, she, like, tells the girl behind me. She's like, and he couldn't even close the thing. <laughs> Bitch, I turned around and I said, I didn't close it because I, I thought you were going to go for it. I heard you say, mm, pepperoni pizza, that looks good. I'm going to get a slice. So I left it open. But next time I won't be as courteous and I'll shut it. I'll shut it. And then you can open it. And then she got so, like, <gasps> And then I told her, and also, I'm not trying to be a big boy. I, I just picked a piece and it picked up three with it. So I'm just saying, de- you definitely should try to be nicer. And then I walked away. And I was so infuriated. And I told my friends, I was like, that bitch. And then I, I think she was envi- an environmental professor because my friend was like, oh, she's in a, she works in the environmental department. And I know that if I ever took class with her, she would fail me. Because I think, one, that is the problem with a lot of people on my campus. None of them are confrontational, right? Like, I'm definitely... Um, I don't like the word bitch, but, like, I'll put a person in their place. And I feel like that's a lot of people at, like, Forest in general. It's, like, you definitely can talk the talk, but you won't walk the walk, baby. You really won't. Uh, I went to this be- the beach one time. It was my friend's birthday, and we were listening to music. And um, the mu- I forgot. It was, like, b- Big Booty Ho or some shit like that. Like, the music was given, and we were really, like, out there twerking. And was it the best place to be in a fucking sundown town? No. It wasn't, but that doesn't give anyone a fucking excuse, right? Like, what the fuck? Um, so we're listening to this music and this white woman, old saggy titty white bitch, was like, turn your fucking music off and like screaming. And first off, I know that she wouldn't have have given that reaction if it was some fucking Taylor Swift to hoove type shit, number one. So that's what really got me irritated. And then... Um, she actually said, you're not from around here. You need to go back. So I don't know what the fuck she was implying, but that's when it got heated. All three of my friends, and I didn't expect them to get involved. Like I am very, um, short tempered. So like, I know that I lose my shit easily. So I didn't expect them to get involved. Um, but they were quiet and I was like, like my friend, (laughs) my fucking friend was taking pictures, literally unbothered me trying to be me. Like I'm not, I'm not though. I get bothered so easily, but she's sitting there taking pictures and my other friend's taking pictures of her, too. And then my other friend's in the backseat. And she's just like, oh, what the fuck? I'm the one that's like, what the fuck did you say, bitch? What the fuck did you say? And she's like, yeah, you heard me. I'm not from around. And I'm like, no, bitch, I actually am. I go to Lake Forest College, stupid bitch. 
And then I told my mom the story, and she's like, do you really think calling her a bitch made you seem like you went to college? But at its core, like, I don't give a fuck. If you're going to disrespect me, you don't get to know me. Point blank, period, right? Like, you don't you don't get the best side of me. So I told her, like, <laughs> I kind of went off. I do feel bad. Uh, no, I don't feel bad. Um, but I told her, like, you're a nasty white bitch. That's why your skin fucking sags. That's why your tits sag. Your skin just crumbles in the sun. How does it feel to be a nasty white bitch? I just kept attacking her. And she was just like, get the fuck out of here. Da, 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 da. Um, yeah, and I was just like, fuck you. Da, 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 da. And then I thought, well, shit. Here's the thing. I will definitely walk the walk. I will get in a fight. But I'm also going to choose my battles, right? Like, if a guy comes out the car, muscular as fuck, best believe I'm shutting my mouth. I'm like, okay, sir, definitely understood. I, I understood the assignment. I'm getting back in the car. So when I'm talking to her and, like, and like mid me shouting, but everything came out already. Like, I called her a nasty white bitch. Her tits sag. Her skin sucks. Um, she got no lips. Like, what's good? She's fucking fat. Da-da-da-da-da. All this shit. Um... She, I, I thought for a minute, I was like, she probably has a fucking niece, a niece. She probably has a nephew or a fucking a son who's going to beat the fuck out of me right now. Like, he's going to come out the car any minute. But thank God no one was there. And not that I was, like, going to throw hands with this old lady, right? Because that's exactly what she was, like, an old lady. Um, But yeah, like, I just was like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to die today. And fortunately, no one came out the car. She was just like, well, I'm calling the cops. Get the fuck out of here. And I'm gonna be real to avoid that because the cops on my my in my neighborhood or in my school's neighborhood they are pretty assholeish. Um, they're white fucking cops and they're obviously in Lake Forest for a reason. So at this point, I was just like, you know what? It's not even worth it. Like we can we can just go back. So we ended up getting in the car, and we seen her ugly fucking wrinkly ass at Starbucks. Her ass had a cane. The way I should have just got out the car and fucking took her cane. But that w- that's what I'm talking about. Um, I don't know. Nothing like I got here. Oh, I'm like trying to look at my list and I'm like college tips. And I'm like, where did I get here? But I was basically talking about that pizza thing with that. I'm just saying these people on Link Forest really try you. They really do. Um, And then there's this fucking Mexican. Or let me not even get into that story. I know I said two would be dished, but it's not even worth it because girl, she looks stupid. She looks stupid being a Latina and a Trump supporter. Yeah, that's right. Period. Um, But that actually is the end of my tips. Um, I don't know if I, I don't know if I said this in the beginning, but this is actually part one. I definitely want to recreate this story with my friends so we could talk about our experiences as a whole, as a friend group, and then they could talk about their personal experiences and also offer their advice. Um, so I'm actually going to be, this is part one, when I get back to campus or when we get in the groove of things, definitely be expecting an episode um, again with this um But for the most part, I just want to wrap this up by saying I think the most important thing is make memories because college goes by so fast. And I I genuinely believe it does. Like, I know everyone says high school goes by fast, too. But my thing is, I feel like college goes by fast, one, because you don't have class every day for the most part. Right. Like I have classes Tuesdays and Thursdays and then I have a class Wednesday. So like right there, I don't have like classes. You don't have them every day. Um, I feel like semesters are way faster than high school. And it's just like, wow, it, it's, I can't believe I'm already a junior in, in, in high school, I'm, in college, please. But it, it's like so surreal. I feel like I just got here. And to think that like this time next year, I'll be getting ready for my senior year. 
So I say enjoy college and make memories. Um, take memories, take pictures. I have so many pictures of my friends um, because the, these truly are like, have been the, the best two years so far of my life. And I'm looking forward to um, making them for. And I know COVID definitely affected some people and, and don't get discouraged because I definitely think it's so unfair that some of y'all haven't got to experience college life. Like I, I was fortunate. I, we had freshman year kind of regularly. And then like last month into our freshman year is when we got sent home. But those like nine months, eight months, we got to experience college life. And I think it's, it, it's so unfair. And sometimes it makes me sad. And then especially like I'm a freshman. I was a freshman. Wow. I was a freshman when COVID hit. Um, and then it's like so unfair to people that were in their senior year and getting ready to graduate. And then they didn't even get a proper ceremony like my sister. And, and I'm not lying like that made me tear up to see how hard she worked for four years. And we are all incredibly smart. I always tell my mom this, like her kids are so gifted. Um, so fuck y'all that don't think otherwise, if y'all are listening, we don't make you dumb, stupid bitch. Anyways. Um, so, but I feel like with my sister, she is that student that I talk shit about. Like, she's the one that goes above and beyond and is raising her hand. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just joke with her. But, you know, like, I always say, like, if there's a deadline, why would I do it a fucking month in advance? But you know who does it? My sister. My sister's the type of person to look at her syllabus and be like, okay, cool. It's September, so I'm going to start working on my final project. That's the, that's the type of student she is, and, and that's amazing. So knowing that that's who she was all four years and not being able to get a ceremony, it made my heart break. So I definitely think COVID's been unfair to a lot of people. Fuck COVID. So make memories because you never know when shit goes down. You never know when shit goes down. Man, there would be some days that I was missing my friends, hella. And I would just like sit on my phone for like an hour and watch my Snapchat memories and then like be like, all good. All good. That's all I needed. So make memories. I hope, I hope, I hope these tips i feel like these tips are a little bit unconventional and like non-traditional um but this this is like me this is these are my tips this is what i've gained in the knowledge i've i've experienced and and have gotten so i hope you take a little bit of this information with you i hope you're safe i hope you're careful on your college experience i hope you again you make memories work hard right college isn't for everyone and it's okay if you need some time off no one's judging you um lies actually people are gonna judge and let them fucking judge because guess what babes you're gonna get your degree point blank period so without you know saying anything else i just hope you guys have an amazing day or an amazing night or an amazing wherever you are and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode make sure to stay tuned for the next episode follow me on instagram um and have a great semester get some work in Um, But enjoy these last few days of summer if you have them. And I will see you or talk to you next episode. All right, y'all. Peace out.